Do you want to lose six inches on your waist? I've got a secret tip for you today that will help you. Stevie, hit the music. This is Justin Westmoreland, and you're listening to the Fully Alive podcast where we integrate physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual relational health so that we can become a fully alive community together. Hey, welcome back to the Fully Alive podcast, the videos on YouTube and and all the streaming platforms for for your podcast needs. We got your back here. We want to create a, a community that is fully alive. And a lot of that's wrapped up in my own story. So I don't have a guest this week, but I want to share a little bit about what I've been through. And I like to joke with my, my clients, my friends, my church members, anyone who'll listen to me and wants to talk to me, uh, frankly, and I say, hey, I am the, the product of 35 years of bad decisions and trying to recover from those decisions and a lack of wisdom in general. And so I want to be able to share that story with you to help you to, to not make the same mistakes I've made. And so in 2015, January, I was wearing pants sizes that were 38 inches, you know, and by uh, four, three or four months after, basically three months afterwards, my, my pants size was down to 32 inch waist. I lost six inches of waist size in 12 weeks. Now you think, well, that's crazy. You know, we, we had we had a story uh, a few weeks ago from Robbie where he was sharing his story. We've got another guy coming on next week uh, on the next episode, episode 17, to share his story coming up. And and it is possible. It is possible to make uh, big changes and to overcome a lot of the compounding trouble that we've seen in our health and and, and feel better. And you start to lose. Uh, lose weight or, or get more energy and then you start to see all your clothes don't fit. I had to buy all new clothes after getting in shape which is a glorious thing and so part of my goals for my clients is to is to destroy their wardrobe to make them wear all new things and that's what I want for all of us that we would feel better be optimally healthy and, and fully alive and so when we're thinking about that you wouldn't think that it would it would come down to this but it really does come down to honoring what others say because you know we're not an individual ever we're always in connection with other people for instance when i was a senior in high school the glory days right senior in high school i was on i found myself in a football huddle on the football field uh sylvan hills high school in arkansas and, and the way this works let me explain to this there's a guy in the, in the press box coach ag who's in communication with coach sebastian and then they've got a guy a, a football player standing right next to coach sebastian well, anytime you want to run a play, Coach A is t- communicating with Coach Sebastian. Coach Sebastian gets the message, calls the play, tells the tells the guy standing next to him. That guy runs in, tags out another guy, and then the, the guy who runs from the sideline now tells the quarterback. The quarterback tells everybody else, and then when he says it's 34G, then that mean that tells the the linemen and the backs and the quarterback and the receivers everything they need to know. Or he might say it's 26 zone key. 33 belly, you know, whatever it is, the numbers and the, the names of what they're saying tells the people what they need to do. And so as a right tackle, I know that G means I'm gonna cross over with the guard and four means that, that, the, that the running back is gonna come right behind my right side. And so these things, I know the lingo, I know the, the, what's happening 
and everyone has to communicate that message along the way and then we all have to do our job for the play to work. There's 11 people on a football team who are trying to work towards one goal, pushing the ball down the field to, to score, and there's opposition. There's 11 people on the other side who are working to stop and frustrate those plans. So we gotta realize when we're talking about anything in God's world, that there is a kingdom aspect of this. There's a teamwork, there's a community thing going on. We're not just isolated individuals and we're not the singular most important thing necessarily in our universe, that we are part of a bigger plan, a kingdom that God is building. And so when you think about that, you really need to know that you play a part in that. Your energy level is important. Your health is important. Your spiritual discipline is important you are impacting the rest of the team and when you're listening to the coach when you're listening to the authority structures within your life which in this case is the offense coordinator the coach the quarterback the guy running the ball or the the, the message into the field where we're listening and then applying what is said we're going to have optimal results and so as an image bearer of god we're all images of god we need structure and so the fifth commandment as we get into our series today the fifth commandment is you don't need to exercise you need to train which implies that there is a kingdom there is a bigger authority there's a there's bigger principles at play here you need training and that is wrapped up in the fifth commandment which assumes that we need structure we need development the fifth commandment y'all is honor your father and mother okay so when that applies to not just parents that applies to bosses, to professors, to anyone who has an authority structure, whether it's the law, the government. You think about all these authority structures in our life and they're useful because we have a lack of wisdom, we have a lack of character, we have a lack of development, and we need to be developed. And so these are gifts that God's given us to get us there. It takes a lot of cooperation and a lot of structure to run one single football play. You think about any battle that's ever been fought, you know, any battle that's ever been won in a war, and it involved enormous communication and obedience to leadership. There's one general, there's people underneath the general who are following those orders and passing those orders along, and you can't just have a thousand troops doing their own thing. But no, there's a kingdom mindset there. We're all on the same team working towards the same goal. We're going to take this hill and we need to work together to do it. Okay, so this is, this is our, our, our theme today. You don't need exercise, just focusing on getting in the gym, doing something. You need training, which need, means a bigger purpose and a bigger structure. You need a bigger why. You need, you need uh, advice from on high. You need, you need leadership and a commander to guide you. Okay, so that's what you need, training and not exercise. So before we dive into it, I want to take a brief moment and just highlight we got a new subscriber this week. So shout out to London10122. London10122. We love you, buddy. Thank you for, for tuning in and subscribing. And you're going to be able to get all the notifications whenever there's comments and interaction on the podcast on YouTube. And so I can't see all over all the platforms, all, this, all the subscribers, but I can see on YouTube. And I greatly appreciate your support. Keep spreading the good news and, and the word about Fully Alive out there. And, and please don't forget, guys, to like us on Facebook as we're building up that platform and also Instagram. We're a fledgling podcast, 
we're getting through our very first season here and we're thankful for all the help and, and the listening and the interaction and, and feedback, frankly, and we hope it's helpful for you. So here's the thing, guys. As you want to talk about training versus exercise, don't wait to take control of your health. You know, why do you think, why do you think I, got, I, I, didn't, I didn't really plan on spending 35 years uh, making poor health decisions, uh, but, but I, I, I feel like psychologically or mentally, we'll talk about that angle of it, I just had a lot of baggage to overcome. And I know we all do. We all, we all start to hear voices and we feel like there's just this compounding effect of like, hey, I'll never be able to get in shape. I'll never be able to see. Like I would not have imagined I would have been able to lose six inches on my waist so fast. You know, and, and, and here's the thing, guys. You, get, you might get intimidated thinking about going to the gym or, interact, or entering into some diet that you haven't, or nutrition plan that you're not familiar with. But look, start slow. Start with zero weight. Start with just body weight exercises. Start with some tips from somebody who knows. Uh, and, 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 and think about your goal. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to run a half marathon? Do you want to run a 5K? What is your goal? You, and make the training work with the goal. Find someone who's gotten to that point and can lead you to that point and can help. So, so you, need, you need somebody to call the plays for you. And you need, you need parents. And, and look, here's the thing. You've already been experiencing a lot of rebellion against the authority, and we all have. And so that makes it hard to listen to authority. You know, if we've, been, if we've been the center of our universe for so long, coming underneath somebody's guidance is going to be difficult. We don't want to because we're, we're, we're stuck in this rut of self-destructive rebellion against authority. So we need to understand where we are. So for every day we put off transformation and, and, and health, it's going to make it even harder to listen because we have these patterns that we've developed of rebellion. So when we listen to the voices in our head, they're going to tell us to stop before we even get going. They're going to say, hey, it's not possible. Uh, you won't be able to make any difference. You're going to look in the mirror. And as Robbie said a couple weeks, I still see the fat guy. I still feel like I'm that guy uh, I, I, in the mirror. Uh, our, our, our voices inside, we can't stop them. We can't, we can't have an external fix upon the mental game in our heads. We can't do it. We're going to hear the voices, the self-doubt. We can't change that. We really can't. Positive thinking is not going to change what's inside of us. We cannot fix that. But the good news is that we do have an attack plan. We can slowly and surely make progress by bringing our body, mind, and spirit under training. And that's going to lead to a different normal for us. There's going to be better energy levels. There's going to be uh, successes where we're going to see how we have progressed. But it takes just doing it, starting, getting there. It's, you got to get going. You got to don't put it off till tomorrow. Start today. Start making some changes today. So we need training. The biblical, like we said, the biblical commandment assumes that we need wisdom. We need guidance. We need to train. We know that. We, if we know that, how are we going to do it? You know, if we fail to honor, for instance, our mother and father and all the other authorities out there, it's going to be a hindrance to our development. But the key thing is, is we cannot, we cannot escape doing God's purposes. We can't do it. We, we, we simply are going to develop either, you know, for our good or to our detriment. We're going we're gonna to 
God's going to give us what we want. It's going to destroy us. It's going to lead us to destruction. That's the worst thing God can do is take away his mercy and let us have exactly what we want. And so God has a plan to develop something in you. There's a plan. Is it a blessing or is it curses? And, we, and the fact that you're hearing this right now means that you have an opportunity to move from curses to blessings and being a blessing rather than being a curse to everybody else around you. You know, like we got to look at the hard thing and be like, hey, on a day-to-day basis, am I blessing people or am I cursing people? Am I giving life or am I taking life? These are just questions we need to be asking ourselves every day. How are we giving life? How are we being a blessing to somebody? So consider this. Jesus was crucified, okay? Now, there's a, there's a verse in Acts 3 where they talk about how, how these people put Jesus to death But this was actually God's plan. Okay, so you think about this. These guys are just really good at being bullies. They're really good at executing people cruelly. They accomplished exactly what they wanted. But you know what? That was exactly what God wanted. Now, how did God want something so evil? Well, I'm thankful he did because that led to the forgiveness of my sins, ultimately the resurrection of my body, and the life everlasting because he did that for me. You see, so, so this thing that, that's strangely just the most evil event in the history of humankind was turned around for exactly the purposes of what God wanted to accomplish. And what, and what that means is because I believe in Jesus and what he did there, the worst thing that could ever happen to me has already transpired about 2,000 years ago. And the greatest thing that I could ever hope for is still ahead. And it's for sure and it's certain. So, so you gotta under, you gotta understand that that these things got got the moral of the story here is God led people to despise Jesus. They already did. So he just used that, he took that, and he redirected that that hatred towards the gospel, towards the church, towards his people. And you can't escape what God has planned. You really can't. It's ultimately gonna accomplish his good, whether 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 you you would rather throw up in your mouth, you would rather you'd rather you know eat cockroaches for breakfast than than than, than love God and, and and help Him. You can't escape it. You're going to do what He has planned for His glory and your good, because He never loses. He's God. He's the Lord. Okay. So this authority structure is put in place by Him. The reason you have parents is for you. The reason you have law is for you. It's for your good because. He is ultimately bringing about what he wants. And that's the best thing. So you can either go on rebelling against him or you can trust him. You can start to bend your life back to his design today or you can continue to rebel and you can't escape if you rebel. You're going to do his will unwittingly or willingly. So the options available to you, as long as your heart and lungs are functioning today and your ears are hearing this and your eyes are seeing this, you can consider the miracle that you can hear this, you can see this, your lungs are are taking oxygen and fueling your body because God designed it that way and it's powering you. And don't use that power to rebel against God, but use that design power to bless others, to have the energy you need to 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 honor your parents or to or to or to train up your children to 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 be uh, healthy, productive members of society. Um, you, the energy you have is for others to, to be a blessing to your company and to your work, uh, to bless those who work for you. Um, you have this body and this resource and, and this spirit. You're not more than a body. You are a soul. 
and, and that, 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 that tinge of, of, of love and, and, and care and kindness you have for the people is because you're in the image of God and you have this soul that, that's eternal and it, and it knows God and it, and it, and it has, you have this conscience and you, and you really do feel these things and that is because God's designed it that way. So you can bend back according to his purposes willingly or you're going to unwittingly do his purposes but there's no escaping his authority so the time is now to engage in a path of reformation. Okay, so I want to give you a few tips today, very practical tips on how to get started. If you, if you want to talk physical, if you want to talk eating, if you want to talk working out, here's a few tips on just exercise. You notice I've got my dumbbells today, so I'm going to show you a few things. All right. But, all right, so I'm going to give you eight exercises to start right away. Start with zero weight, develop the form perfectly, check in the mirror, get somebody to, to watch you and make sure the form's good. Send me a video of it. I would be happy to, to uh, interact with you and give you feedback on this. But if you get the form right, you're gonna have a strong body. But the, and you progressively overload these things. So thinking about, you know, if you're gonna do squats, start out with no weight and then start adding a little bit of resistance and your muscles will grow and you will have more energy and you'll have a better resting metabolic rate and everything's gonna work more optimally if you're in better shape. So check it out. So squats, I've showed you these before, but I wanna show you. So thinking about squats, you're gonna really wanna to, to, to lead with your hips and sit down like you're sitting into a chair. So you might even start with a chair. Start with a chair and sit down into it. So take this chair right here. Right here? Okay, so thinking right here, I just wanna think, and a lot of people, when they, when they squat, they're gonna, they try to lean forward, but that is bad for your knees and will not give you the ultimate, ultimate results you want. So to get your heels right by the chair and just drop back into the chair, right there. See, my, my knees and my toes, my knees did not go ahead of my toes and my shins are pretty straight up. That's where you wanna be. You wanna be resting on your, on your hips. Let your hips and your glutes catch you here. And you're gonna press up through your heels, like that. So bam, bam. Okay, that's the form. Taking the chair away. Keep your back straight. Here we go. Bam. About here. A little less than parallel. And then back up. Bam. Bam. Three sets. Three or four sets of 10 reps. 10 to 12 reps of this. Great. Now you want to add some resistance to it. That's too easy. You want to get the great form. Get some, get some weights. This are, these are, oh, these are 20, 20 pounds here. Uh, dumbbells. Um, just so any kind of resistance. I like to hold them out front like this because that gives me more of a core exercise when I'm doing squats. But here's, the, here's how it goes, a little bit of resistance. Bam, and then bam. And you can, you can, you can vary it with uh, speed for more power. If you're looking for developing power, depends on your goal. If you wanna, but if you're just starting out, just get the form right and then start to progressively overload it. If you wanna do one dumbbell, holding one dumbbell out in front of you is a great idea as well. Bam, bam. Just get, the, just get that, that hinging at your hips back to really develop your, your legs and your core. Squat's probably the, one of the best things you can do. If you're having pain with that, talk to me about that and let's figure out what's going on, how we can progress towards a squat. But that's one of the fundamental things to start getting in better shape right now. All right, number one. Exercise one, 
squats. Exercise two, bend and lift. Or some people like to call it the deadlift. So here's what we're doing. So we got something on the ground. We're just gonna bend down and pick it up. So bending down, pick it up. Okay, bend down, pick it up. Bend down, pick it up. And so, so you're just bending at the, at the uh, knees and the hips to bend down and make kind of a lightning bolt. See, bam, I'm bending down, pick it up. Or to really hit your hamstrings, which is great, and your glutes, lean forward and really let the hamstrings stretch. Leaning forward, keeping your back straight, let the hamstring stretch and push. And the way to think about uh, cues for this is to, to drive through your heels as you come up. When you get to about your knees, press forward with your hips. So it's really a two-pronged two movement here. It's driving through your heels from the bottom, and when you get to about the middle, you're gonna drive your hips forward. So think about that as you're thinking about how to do this exercise from the front. It's like this, bam. Okay, so you're just bending and lifting. Great full body exercise, number two. All right, I'm on the floor for exercise three. Now, the most, the biggest muscle we have in our bodies is actually our glutes. And you need something to really hit, hit and target the glutes particularly. And at home, you don't have any equipment. One of the things I like to do, or I've seen done well, and you can do this at home, you don't have to be uh, embarrassed about doing this at the gym, is a glute kickback. So you can get on, the, on hands and knees here, and you're gonna really push your foot back. And I call these actually ceiling stomps. You're stomping the ceiling in your mind, you're pressing your foot towards the ceiling, and that's gonna cause you to squeeze your glutes. Another great thing is to call this, uh, this guy on your hands and knees, they call it the bird dog, pressing forward with your arm and the opposite foot, you're driving your, your foot back, and then alternating those to really hit your glutes. So from this quadruped position, you can really hit your glute area to start to build muscles, and that's gonna help you to progressively overload the other movements you're gonna do, such as the bend and lift, the deadlift, and the squats. There you go. A key component of everybody's fitness is the back. I mean, your strong back is important. So how do you start to develop the back with minimal equipment and start to improve? Well, rows. So get something, get something really light at first and work on the form, which is just pulling with your elbow backwards. So think about, hey, I've got these weights here. I'm gonna pull them back and around. So I'm pulling them back and around, keeping my elbows in tight to really work on my lats. And that's gonna give me a stronger back, which is gonna to lead to health. So I'm pulling with my elbows. I'm not thinking about pulling with my, with my arms or my hands, but I'm really using elbows, thinking elbows to pull. And so I can do one arm at a time. I can do both arms at a time. I can do barbells. I can do uh, cables with this. But that is a fundamental move for developing your back is rowing. So get into some rowing, some way, shape, or form, row. All right, so shoulders are very important as well, not just the back, but the shoulders. So how are we gonna do shoulders better? Well, shoulders is one of the trickiest joints because you got, you got circumflexion. You, got, you can move it here, you move it there, move it back, and so you can swing it around. And so you gotta watch your shoulder joints and you want them to be healthy, you want your muscles around your shoulders to be healthy. It's so good for your posture and we got a lot of problems there all over the place. So, so let's think about how to do a really simple shoulder exercise that we can all do and that's the overhead press and what's the right, right form for that. So, so when you're thinking about pressing overhead, you wanna avoid bringing your shoulders all the way out here. 
uh, that's going to lead you to being in a more compromising position. And so you want to be a little with your hands a little bit out in front of your face to overhead press. So think about that. I'll show you a side view here. So we're going to get here. I'm going to press up. Okay, so you get a little bit of weight. Really work on the form of pressing up and bringing the weights together like in a diamond. Okay, think of a, think of a, a triangle. You're bringing them together and to really squeeze the shoulders. You're pressing, think about pushing your shoulders up into the ceiling and you're moving the weight by cueing your shoulders, not the arms, the shoulders. So that's an overhead press and you, you don't need a lot of weight for this. Just pick up a little bit of weight and progress to a little bit more and think about, hey, if I'm, if I'm pushing that, that weight forward, I can also start to do lateral raises. So I can go here and hold and really go down slow. I can do forward raises like that. And I can, and if you want to uh, have a shoulder circuit, the third one you need to be thinking about is bent over rear delt raises. So you're raising out and thinking about keeping your back straight, leaning forward, and getting the reverse side of your shoulders as well. So really three heads to, the, to that area, the delts area, is the rear, the middle, and the front. So middle's here, rear's there, and front is here. So those three areas, and don't forget the overhead press. We're throwing weight over our heads. You wanna keep your elbows out in front so you're in a good position. We can go in a lot into shoulders and back, and those are my favorite areas because they're very neglected and misunderstood, but they're key for you to be healthy and start to get in shape. Lateral raises, it's a really common thing to have injuries on shoulders. And so one thing you need to be aware of is when you're, when you're um, raising your arms to the side, you want to make sure your, your thumbs are up. So think thumbs up good, thumbs down bad. Okay, so thumbs down, that's like this. That's going to put some unnecessary strain on my shoulder joint. But if I have my thumbs up, I'm going to be in a much better position. I'm going to be much more normal, natural, versus putting extra strain on my ligaments here. And I can ultimately tear a rotator cuff or all kinds of muscles in my shoulder if I have the thumbs down position. So thumbs up when you're doing lateral raises. Thumbs up, keeping the thumbs up. And neutral's fine, but thumbs up is better. Okay, thumbs up, good. All right. Now work on our chest. So push-ups are essential. You gotta drive your chest so you know that home. Let me show you three variations of push-ups to use and, and get in your quiver. So the first one is just a regular push-up. You're gonna get here, hands sort of under your shoulders a little bit and press down, press through the floor, press up and down. Keep your body straight as you can and just rep them out. Do 20 or so or start off with 10. If you can do 10, 10's good. Do as many as you can. If you can't do a full push-up, with good form, get on your knees and develop that skill, okay? Because that's going to give you a little bit of assistance not having your whole body weight to support for a whole push-up. But start on your knees and then progress to full body weight push-ups just using your hands and your toes to support you and you will see development in your chest which is an amazing thing to have. Now, let me show you another variation of this. See, so if you want to, a lot of people's upper chests are lagging and so the way you hit that is you have to have an angle that's going to help you to develop the upper chest muscles and that means you're going to have to have either an inclined bench you might not have an inclined bench in your house so what you can do is put your feet 
on an elevated surface and your hands on the ground. So watch this. Okay, bam. Upper chest, firing right here. Upper chest. Okay, now if you can't accomplish that, you're worried about it, put your knees down, same principle. Knees down, you're developing the upper chest. If you're really young, if you're a kid watching, start that way at home and, and progress up into the full range or full full body weight. Now let's talk about lower chest. You want to prevent uh, you want to you hit that lower chest as well. So we'll go ahead and, and hit the lower chest and that's going to be with if we, if we have upper chest, feet on the chair and hands on the ground, what do you think the lower chest is going to be? Reverse it, opposite. So hands on the chair like this and I'm targeting my lower chest, I'm keeping my elbows in. You think about ways to hit this in the gym, think about a dip station where you put your hands on the bars and you press, you're going to want to lean forward into that with your feet up and you can even use, a lot of gyms have resistance or actually assistance on this thing where you can put the pin on the stack that's going to give you a little body weight assistance. So thinking about pushing down with your lower chest. Alright, so chest development, you need to hit the angles of just flat, lower, and upper. And the angle you, you, you're pushing weight at is going to determine which part of the chest is going to fire. You can think about flies with your dumbbells lying on the floor and doing flies or presses. Let me show you those guys real quick. It's a great, great deal to have a floor or a bench because you can be safe and you can do pressing by making your, thinking about your elbows coming out at a T, but a little bit, you're not 90 degrees here, but you're having your, your elbows about 45 degrees, they're pressing together like this. So pressing together like this, and then you're gonna bring, you do about 10, 10 reps of those, and then bring them to the middle and do a fly like this. So you're gonna have your arms a little bit bent, get a good stretch in your chest, and press them together. That's a great way to start developing your chest with resistance when, you're, when you've accomplished the push-ups. Start pushing weight as a bench press or a fly. All right. Okay. Kind of working our way down, we started with legs and we worked our way up to the back and the shoulders. Then we did chest. Now we're going to hit core. So what's a great way to exercise our core? Well, easy way is to actually think about the push-up position again and just hold it. Hold it in a, and they call it a plank. So you're here and you're holding this and you're keeping everything tight, your core, everything, and you might go down like this, press your palms into the ground, keep tension everywhere, and just flex everything and hold that for time. Whether it's 15 seconds, 30, a minute, however long you can hold it, hold it. Now that's one way, it's static, it's stability, it's making sure these muscles that are supposed to stabilize you are able to stabilize you and, and bear the load of our weight and gravity and the, and the stresses of life. So stability is very important, not just mobility, but stability. Is our core, our posture going to be strong? One way to develop that is to load our core. Now that's, that's accomplished here by just gravity. You can put weight on your back as well. If that's too easy, you can do all kinds of variations on planks. We'll do a whole episode on that sometime. But let me show you one other thing. 
And it's a, it's a really standard way to, to train your core. You've probably seen this. It's a crunch. We want to do them right if we're going to do them. So if you want to develop your core, your abs, you've got to eat right. Of course, you've got to have a, a particular body fat percentage for those things to show. Everyone has core muscles. If you want them to show, you need to have the right nutrition, but you also need to train those muscles so they do show if that's what you desire. So think about the core. You've got crunches where you're just, I like to do here, and think about pushing my chest into the, into the ceiling. So I'm here and I'm squeezing my abs, squeezing my midsection and pushing my, my um, chest into the, into the ceiling. Push my chest and ceiling, squeeze my core. Okay, that's all you need to do. It's really simple and it gets those core muscles. Now, if that's too easy, grab a weight and load it. Hold the weight kind of right by your forehead or you can hold it here, whichever feels more comfortable. And then you can, can load that so you're gonna develop and progressively overload your core. You really wanna train the abs as well. And then you can think about, hey, what about lower, lower abdominals? And so you can, you can do these, these guys right here. You can do V-ups and all kinds of variations. Get creative with it and do what you like to, to get all of your, of your abs. You're gonna, you can do uh, twisting as well. Keep a good uh, steady pace there and get your, your obliques as well. And as long as you're getting top down crunch movements, bottom up where you're bringing your legs up and rotational moves, you're gonna start to develop the whole core and have more strength and, and, and stability in your core. So crunches are essential for that. All right, last one. Finally, let's talk about arms. So if you want, everyone thinks about working out, they think about arms and flexing their muscle, you know, that thing, thing. That's, that's kind of the that's key, but you know, a lot of times arms get worked out in other things, but if you want to isolate your arms, let me give you two great ways to do it. And they're really complimentary. You think about the front of your arm, in the back of your arm. So the back of your arm is about two-thirds of your arm. That's the triceps. That's three heads. And you think about that, you're going to think about, let's do an overhead tricep extension. So we're here, and we're going to really try to isolate the back of our arm and pull here. So you're going to keep your elbow right in with your shoulder and hinge at the elbow. You don't want to flare your elbow out because you're going to be using other, other and you're not going to be isolating those muscles. But keep your elbow in tight and press towards the ceiling, thinking about hinging at the elbow. I like to hold the muscles so I can feel them working on that. And now, the other way you can do this is, is kicking it back, like here, kicking it back and holding and squeezing when you press all the way against gravity here. So if you're kicking it back, if you're pushing up, and extending, the key is you're extending with the back of your arm to develop those muscles against resistance. So take little weight as possible at first and, and get the perfect form and get the squeeze. I, I demonstrate this exercise all the time and don't even have any weight in my hand and I get a good squeeze, good workout because it's the form, it's the mind-muscle connection of really training the muscle to do the work. Okay, so now we've done the back of the arm, we gotta do the front of the arm, so easy, curls. So we're gonna really you know, hinge at the elbow, keep our elbow in, hinge here, and squeeze so that we can get the front of our arms, okay? And when you do that, you wanna get maybe, if you wanna really develop the arms, the, the biceps, 
maybe 10 reps of, of twisting and maybe 10 reps of just straight up non-twisting. Let's get the outer head or the bigger head of your bicep by just parallel grip. So we're here and we're parallel grip and then do the other side. I like to do one arm at a time because I can really focus on the one arm and it gives me a little bit of offset stability problems so I have to, to really flex my core too to not fall over because I'm, 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 you know, I'm overloaded this side. So I really like to do one arm at a time in, those, in that regard to hit other things too while I'm, while I'm hitting my biceps. So we're gonna go twisting and straight forward wrist. They call those hammer curls or twist curls for the twisting. If you do both of those, that'll really give you a good heads up on developing the front of your arms. So back of the arms, extension, front of the arms, flexing, our flexion, and those two are gonna really hit you. So we got the whole body workout here. Everything you need to do, there are no excuses to start progressively training your body here. We've hit almost everything. If you've got questions on that, if you've got form questions, email me at fullyalivepodcast at gmail.com. Comment on the video, on the podcast, and we'll get with you because we want to see you improving and, and getting healthier so that you can make a difference in the kingdom. So you can bless the people. So you can be a, a, a blessing rather than a hindrance. This is our mission here to create a fully alive community who is, is bringing blessings to others rather than being a curse. So, so and, that, and that's going to involve training rather than exercise. Intentional training to develop our muscles and understanding of what we need to be doing in order to integrate our body. And so we're going to look, we've looked a little bit about training today. We don't have enough time to go into all the nutrition stuff, but in two weeks we'll be hitting nutritional training. How are we going to fix up our diets to really optimally perform well, whatever training it is, whether we're running a marathon or trying to get in the gym. When are we eating? What are we eating? How is that going to help us to, to really optimally improve? So if you've got uh, nutrition and eating questions, hit me up with those and we'll, and we'll definitely address those in two weeks. But next we're going to hit another transformation story, which is amazing. You're going to love it. So, all right. So we are built to, or we sorry, we are made to live fully alive, built to worship the living one. And I'm tired because I've been working out on, on camera for you. So God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. And, and don't forget to like, share, comment, push it on to other people so they can see and learn how to be fully alive. Remember, train, don't exercise. Fifth commandment, y'all. Honor your fathers and mothers. Tell mama how much you love her. It's Mother's Day coming up, by the way. So, so love mama well, and, and we thank you for listening in. We'll see you next time.